What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. Cloud with you here. We're in day 12. And this is John Piper and his devotional, which we're going along with. is is going to be in Hebrews. Uh, he has been in Hebrews. He'll be in Hebrews for the next few days. And so we're going to go along with that. And so today, let me just read it. This is Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 2, is the text that is in today's entry. Now, the point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest... One who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty, that's capital M, majesty, in heaven, a minister in the holy places, in the true tent that the Lord set up, not man. And the, I think a big theme that we'll see for several days, I, I used this last year on Advent, but is one of the reasons you know we don't treat Advent as special as we should is because we just leave Jesus in the manger. You know, I'm being symbolic there, but don't leave Jesus in the manger. We see that if we do that, like he's just baby Jesus, we forget that he's the high priest. He's in heaven. He's at the right hand of the throne. And so he's 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 a man, but he's also God. And and Hebrews gets to the the nature of Jesus very well, talking about that. And so John Piper is uh, for the next several days talking about that in his. Now, today's entry is titled Replacing the Shadows replacing the shadows and i'm going to keep that title and and he has an illustration uh in his book you've probably read that if you if you've gotten it by the way we said that every day in these episodes you can get that good news great joy devotional for free on desiringgod.com as a pdf or you can order it so i mean just we're going to go along with that and i'm going to actually keep his imagery of replacing the shadows is what he's titled this so in other words like he has a different illustration, but here's mine. Do y'all remember the, if you're older, you probably remember this, like apparently it's still a thing, but it's not as popular. There was this thing during the Victorian era before cameras were a big deal and you'd stand in front of a light and your silhouette would be, and then they trace it and then paint it and be like a black silhouette. And it was like the Victorian shadow portrait, you know, those, right? So it's not as much of a thing now, but I remember it like in first grade, we all did that in front of the projector and, you know, they sent us home with this portrait of us to our parents and it was like cute, right? So it's a shadow, right? So that's the imagery. That's a good illustration. Just a picture of that. A probably more contemporary one uh, talking about how the shadow isn't the real thing where we want to replace the shadow with the real thing is imagine that you had only interacted forever with someone on the internet, like with Facebook or Snapchat or Vine or whatever it is that they're using. Like imagine that that is the only interaction that you've had with a person. You've never met them in person. And so there's a huge difference between this shadow of your relationship with that person versus the real thing, right? There's a difference between the the shadow portrait your silhouette versus the real person that it's representing and so that's the imagery replacing the shadows that john popper talks about in his devotional and then this one talks about how jesus is the high priest he's not just the man in the manger and so this episode might be a little bit longer but this particular entry he actually has an appendix uh that lists a bunch of these out and so I'm kind of using those but uh, and reworded it a little bit. But these are six shadows that Christmas replaces with reality, right? We'll just go through these real quick. Six shadows that Christmas 
replaces with reality. Christmas as in the advent of Christ. The advent of Christ takes away these shadows and replaces him with the real thing, the real deal. And so, first of all, the tabernacle or the temple in the Old Testament, they would raise the tabernacle and the temple. And uh, that's where God's presence was came on earth and you had to have the priest to get in there behind the curtain and the Ark of the Covenant. And that, that was represented God's presence. He was l- dwelling in the physical presence on earth in the tabernacle, the tent, and the temple, which was built. Uh, and so where God dwells in the Old Testament, these tabernacle and temple, that's a shadow. Christmas replaces that shadow with the reality of Jesus, the God-man, the person on earth. He supports us with Hebrews 8, 1 through 2 again. Now, the main point is what has been said in this. We have such a high priest who has taken the seat at the right hand of the throne of the majesty of heavens, a minister in the sanctuary and the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, not man. So the true tabernacle, the true ta- sanctuary is Jesus, the person, the God, man, God, the son dwells not in a tent, but in a man. And that's what happened at Christmas. Jesus, of course, ascended after his resurrection. So he's in heaven now, but he's still a man. This is God dwelling physically in bodily form. Also, God the Spirit dwells, because of this, God the Spirit dwells in us because of the substitutionary atonement on the cross. So these are just some examples of the reality that we have now, which replaces the shadow which was before. Another shadow. This is number two. The old covenant priesthood, a shadow, right? The Old Testament priest. Now we have the real deal in Jesus. Uh, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23 through 24 says, The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But Jesus holds the priesthood permanently because he continues forever. And so these Old Testament priests uh, who were flawed people and had to atone for their own sins too, and they died, right, are just a shadow pointing to the ultimate priest, the real deal. Jesus, a God who understands uh, God's holiness more than anybody, but also understands man's fallenness more than anybody because he became a man. That is the ultimate priest, someone who understands uh, our lot in life and also God's position and brings us as a priest. Jesus is the real deal and no old covenant priesthood could ever ultimately fulfill that role. That shadow has been replaced with the real deal. Number three, the Passover sacrifice. You all know the Passover story, the story of Exodus where God rescues his people from Egypt At the Passover, the angel of death came and was going to kill everybody who didn't have the sign of the covenant over their door, the blood of the lamb, right? The sacrifice that they celebrated every year, this Passover. And so in 1 Corinthians, Paul writes, Clean out the old leaven so that you may be a new lump, just as you are in fact unleavened. For Christ, our Passover also has been sacrificed. And so these shadows of sacrifices like that had to happen continually for sin over and over and over and over again. Like I got a sin, I got to make a sacrifice, right? The, the Passover lamb needs to be sacrificed as a celebration every year to remember because of his, his wrath has been appeased by the blood of another, this lamb that has been sacrificed, right? That has to be completed over and over and over again under the old covenant shadow 
of the Passover sacrifice, the Passover lamb. But now the shadow has been replaced with a real deal because Jesus is fully God and he's perfect. And so that's a huge, like if you have an infinite God being sacrificed, you can't beat that. You can't top that. That's once and done forever. The sacrifice is finished for Christ. Our Passover also has been sacrificed. Number four, the circumcision. That's an outward sign. Well, in the new covenant, that shadow has been replaced. This outward sign has been replaced with an inward change. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. But what matters is the keeping of the commandments of God. That's 1 Corinthians 7 verse 19. And so it's always been about a circumcised heart. But now ultimately we have that in Christ because what brings change? It's the power of the Holy Spirit, which we only get through his crucifixion and resurrection and having faith in that. So the circumcision is a shadow that has been replaced. Number five, dietary laws. He said to them, are you so lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that whatever goes into man from outside cannot defile him because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach and is eliminated? Thus he declared all foods clean. And so what sets a nation of God's people apart these outward things, these dietary laws that represented God's holiness through these different ways of being ceremonial, clean. It's not necessary anymore because Jesus paid that price. There aren't any dietary laws needed. Food doesn't make you holy. Jesus does. That shadow has been replaced with the real deal. Then uh, the sixth one is, are we on the sixth one? This last one. Feast days, special days that we celebrate are a shadow. They've been replaced with the ultimate celebration that we always have because of what Christ achieved for us. Colossians 2, verse 16 through 17 says, Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food and drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day, things which are a mere shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Things which are a mere shadow of what is to come but the substance belongs to Christ. And so ultimately the meaning of Christmas is that the substance belongs to Christ. That's what Piper writes. And all these things are but shadows that have been replaced with the real deal. Advent is celebrating that real deal coming to earth that we all can celebrate in. Y'all don't forget that. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.